I think it's important, even though it might feel it, it has the possibility to be cringy or to feel cringy, to be like, I have this gift. But I think when the Holy Spirit is there, um, it hits different. Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. And so I stood up and I was just like, do not grow weary in doing good. In due season, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Welcome to season four of Basketful of Bread. It is my joy and purpose to hold your weary arms up by the power of the Holy Spirit as we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in the high places. Together, we are going to stand firm in the secret place where our King Creator will encourage and spur us on with His resurrecting power and mighty word. This season on Basketful of Bread, it is my battle cry to intercede on behalf of the local gospel workers, the overcomers, the remnant, the bride of Christ. The harvest is plentiful. Let's work. My name is Bethany, and I'm grateful you're here. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Basketful of Bread. In this episode, it's a little tiny chit-chat with my dearest friend, Tiffany. Um, We are continuing the conversation on spiritual gifts, and this is something I'm going to be chatting with with a few different people um, just throughout the course of this season. But I just love um, just this moment that we shared together, just kind of talking through it. You'll hear her kind of allude to the fact that she (laughs) opened my eyes up to a spiritual gift that I have. Um, And to be honest, you guys, it's like, you know, you realize you operate a certain way. And sometimes within just like our makeup and who we are, we're like, oh, yeah, that's just like their personality or that's just, you know, because of the life experiences they've been through. And that could be the case. But I would encourage all of us to dig a little bit deeper um, because, as I realized, um, actually, um, the gift that I was experiencing and have been using for quite a long time that I really didn't realize was a spiritual gift was mercy. And I look back now at my life and I look back different relationships and things and the way that I've handled it and, um, just like the depths and I'm like, wow, yeah, it is mercy. And it's more than just like my personality because, you know, it's a different piece of me that I've had even when I was a wretch. (laughs) And all that to say, you know, no matter where we are in our relationship with the Lord, you have gifts and you might be using them and not even realizing it. Um, And so this is just kind of our ongoing conversation about how to take inventory, what that looks like. And um, just, you know, being bold with the body and saying, hey, what do you think? So I hope you enjoy this conversation with my dear friend and sister Tiffany.
sitting here with my dearest sister, Tiffany, who I've known since I was literally fresh out of the womb at the ripe young age of like 15. (laughs) Um, She's in town. And so we have been sitting here having this conversation about spiritual gifts and we've just been like processing through like, okay, kind of the taking inventory, like what what gifts do we have? Um, and just like reading through these scriptures. And so we just thought, Hey, this might be a good opportunity to like process through some of this with you guys. So we were pulling out of, um, Romans 12 and also first Corinthians 12. Um, do you want to read Romans 12? Yeah. Um, does it start in verse six? Yeah. Do you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she just sprung this on me. It's not right. <laughs> There's water that like floods through the pipe. So if you hear water, it's a thing. It's fine. Romans 12, starting in verse 6, says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Mm. So good. And then the first Corinthians, oh my gosh, <laughs> the water keeps going down. We're not flooding though. Okay, the first Corinthians 12 one says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm, Amen. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestations of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to the other the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, and to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each other, each one individually as he wills. And then it goes on and talks about unity in the body, each person using their gifts, etc., etc. So we were having this conversation and I don't know, what do you think? We were talking about, first of all, it's important to take inventory to know what your spiritual gifts are, which I know we've talked about, um, so that we can use them faithfully and not just let them, you know, we want to be good stewards of what God gives us. But then there's like this tension of like, well, I don't want to be like boastful, I guess, about it, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's what Bethany just said. I was like, oh, you should talk about this on your podcast. She was like, well, I don't want to like bring up my gifts because then it will seem it could possibly seem like I'm trying to brag or something, which that wouldn't be 
what I would be trying to do. And I said, yeah, I, I, I don't think you should look at it like that. I think you should look at it more of like if <laughs> as you, as you, as you consider spiritual gifts, I almost think it's vital that as like believers, we talk about this together mm. because that sometimes you, ha- you look at yourself in such a way that it's almost impossible for you to see, you know, you, the things that you like maybe naturally do because you just do them. You're just living your life and you're going about your business and you're just being used by the Lord ideally. But I think when you're speaking with a friend or a family member or somebody that you are like living life with or that knows you well, you can get better insight, mm. you know, yeah. like you could like actually truly maybe dig deeper and find some different giftings that you possibly would have never known or seen because it's being pointed out to you by someone that you know and trust, which is exactly what just happened with yeah. with with Bethany. I was like, oh my gosh, Bethany. And I, I don't know if you would want me to like say it. Okay. But, but I feel like she just like unlocked something basically yeah. where like maybe she thought, okay, I have like gifts A and B. And I was like, yeah, you probably do. But what about this thing over here? Like I've known you since you were 15. This is something – that's like clear as day to me, this would be your gift. And she was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I never even thought about that. But I'm telling you right now, it's got to be like number one or number two, which I think is really amazing how the Lord just like does that. Like Mm. when we are the body of Christ, as Bethany was just kind of reading, like all these gifts are meant to work together. And I think Mm. that we as believers are meant to work together. And sometimes we can really truly benefit from having these like cool talks with each other. You can like figure these things out that you wouldn't be able to do on your own. I think it's important, even though it might feel it, it has the possibility to be cringy or to feel cringy, to be like, I have this gift. But I think when the Holy Spirit is there, um, it hits different. And I, the scripture is clear that we are a body. We all, we don't all have the same gifts. We all have different gifts. And so unless we're open about Mm. what we believe Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit has revealed to us, these things, you know, to each Mm. of us are different. Mm. If we're not open about it and talking Mm. about it, how can we unite together and say, oh, you over there, this is your gift. I need your help with this thing that's happening because I'm ill-equipped. Like this is not my wheelhouse. (laughs) But it's got to be, the Holy Spirit has to be in it. Yeah. I love, I love the thought of like taking that into the body and being Mm -hmm. like, what, do you think my spiritual gifts are? <laughs> Which like, I, I, yeah, because it's like, yeah, you might have an inclination about X, Y, and Z, and maybe the Lord has told you or you, has revealed something to you or you've just been operating in it. But then to go into the body and, and to say, you know, what do you think is just really powerful. It reminds me of um, this line I heard a pastor say, like to, that you could ask people that, you know, are that you know closely, like you said, um, like what's it like being on the other side of me? And they can kind of mirror to you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, scary, it's but yeah. terrifying. <laughs> but I know it's like I don't even want to ask that because <laughs> like 
scares me. But I mean, it's like, you know, in this, in this operation of the spiritual gifts, you know, what spiritual gifts do you see me already operating in or whatever, which like, you know, obviously could be really like intense to ask. I actually think the conversation we were just having was unrelated to spiritual gifts at first. We were having a conversation and didn't have a disagreement at all, but it was like, she saw it one way and I was like, I don't know. I kind of see it this way over here. And then all as it relates to relationships and handling disagreement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So to Bethany, it was just like, to me, it's pretty cut and dry. Like, this is just what you do as a believer. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, to me, that is not something I could handle. <laughs> and then it was like this light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, like this is this is a gifting of yours, this specific thing, because you could see the situation in a totally different way because this is something the Lord has given you, you know? And I don't even think that it necessarily is like, let's sit down and stare at each other and you tell me exactly what gifts you think. But <laughs> I think you know, whoever is listening to this, have a comp, like have a conversation with someone that you love, you know, any conversation. And maybe now that like, this is something that you're hearing, you could have some insight with maybe this person isn't even soliciting this from you, but it could start something really cool. Like if you're with a sister in Christ or if you're with other believers and you're having a conversation and you have a moment like this where somebody maybe is like looking at it differently, instead of it being awkward or weird, you could turn it around and say, wow, let's talk about this for a second. Why do you feel that way? Because I feel completely differently. And I think there's like a lesson in that. I think that's such a good point of like, that's why I guess you would tell people like, this is my gift because if we are all in the same body, if you think of a body, like you need to know what your hand can do. You need to know what your elbow does. You need to know like what these functions do so that, right? Yeah. There's, but I agree with you. There is a stigma around because we've all seen it. Like the church can be an unhealthy place if it is an unhealthy environment and the people that are kind of heading things up when the people that are heading things up aren't like cultivating like the right idea about it because that can probably be easy to do. Like I said, we're all human. We can come about it from the wrong angle so easily if we're doing it out of our own strength or our own will. But if we're part of a group that is healthy, if we are ourselves aiming to be healthy, then we gotta have to, we kind of have to push past the part that would make us feel, um, awkward or like showy like saying it and I think the only way to like to figure out what your gifts are is sometimes to be with other people who can help you figure it out and then knowing how you can all work together to like accomplish the ultimate will of the Lord um but I don't I don't I don't know how to do that I mean I agree that it's like a weird thing you you don't just like walk up to like comment down below what are your spiritual (laughs) gifts yeah it's like in my mind I feel a little sick about it like a little nauseous but I also feel like in my spirit a very strong conviction that one as a body as a whole on earth planet earth the bride of Christ is not operating in their spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. and two we have like a misconception of like what that even looks like. And I'm like, well, what is it supposed to look like? Like, I don't know if I've really 
I don't know, like, are we supposed to, is it supposed to just be like when you have a fully surrendered life to the Lord and you're walking with him and talking with him, then you just start to use them and that's what happens? I will say that my husband and I go to this like heavenly church, like it is the kingdom of the Lord on the earth. It is unbelievable. Um, and I think maybe the second Sunday we were there, it's really cool how they, how they have, um, formulated the, the, the morning at church. But after the sermon, there is like a question answer time where somebody gets up and they lead, they like ask pointed questions at the church, um, that have to do with the sermon. And then different people from the church get to like share their heart or share an experience or share whatever. And the first, or I'm sorry, the second Sunday we were there, my husband shared his heart on something. And immediately after the service, the pastor walked directly up to him and was like, you have the gift of teaching. I'm going to cultivate that in you. I want to meet with you for coffee this week. To me, like, that's how it's that's done. How. And I guess mm. it depends on what group wow. you're in or like what environment you're in, how that like comes out. But I think we as believers need to be maybe better about seeing mm-hmm. something in our brother or sister mm-hmm. and like encouraging that in them. Mm-hmm. Cause again, I don't think we can see it in ourselves sometimes. Yeah. Um, but people who are anointed, mm-hmm. which we all should be as mm-hmm. believers should be able to like call that out in people mm-hmm. and say it when they see it, you know, mm-hmm. and not be weird about it. Cause he wasn't weird. He was just like, Hey brother, like <laughs> you have the gift <laughs> of teaching and Luke, Okay. And my I don't I don't (laughs) (laughs) And my husband was just like, Whoa. Because he truth be told, he comes from somewhat of a line of people that teach in his family. And I think he was always very intimidated by that and would never ever even think for a second he was gifted in that area. But something about this man he didn't even really know, like coming up to him and saying this is your gift. We're going to, we're going to do this together. We're going to work on this. And like he has, he has still, he's walked beside him this whole way for years now. He's asked him to teach in church multiple times and he continues Mm. to ask him to do that. And I think like, not only is it like pointing it out in people, but it's potentially also like walking beside them and like help helping to cultivate those gifts, Mm. especially if it is your gift as well, which it is for obviously our pastor. So Anything else you want to say? No. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Lord, I pray that you would um, just help us to tune in to your word, Lord. Help us to tune in to your Holy Spirit to realize that um, you have already done it in us and you are working and you are moving. I pray that we would just continue to give you more and more free reign, Lord, complete surrender so that your Holy Spirit can work through us in your gifts to bless and further your will, further bring your kingdom to this earth. I pray, God, you will give us true eyes to see the gifts that we have um, and just a sensitive heart to know, Lord, what you're wanting to cultivate in us. I pray that um, we would just tune in to you, Lord, that we would hear your voice and we would obey and we would be strong and courageous and we would be bold to act out these gifts, no matter what it looks like, 
um, so that we can see your kingdom come, Lord, so that we can create holy ground wherever we're at. I pray these things over my dear, dear, dear sister listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary.